Hosts Elle and Miriam are two Black homeschooling moms embarking on a self-defining journey. Listen in on conversations that will encourage you to be your authentic self while uplifting your spirit and motivating your inherent potential. They're defining what culture is for their families and want you to do the same. Bring your children along too so they can meet the cleverly cultured kids. They're all for teaching the babies while they're young, adapting to the challenges of parenting, homeschooling, and being willing to learn the lessons that the children have to offer. It's all about uplifting one another and reclaiming your innate greatness. Hello, everyone. I'm Elle Cole, your host on the Cleverly Changing Podcast. Today's episode holds a special place in my heart as we explore the intricacies of 504 plans and their critical role in ensuring equal educational opportunities for children facing health challenges. As a mother to twin daughters, one of whom bravely battles sickle cell disease and type 1 diabetes, I've seen firsthand how crucial these plans are in supporting our children's academic journey. Now remember, the Cleverly Changing podcast isn't just for homeschoolers. It's for parents who want to supplement their children's education as well. And a few years ago, around two years ago, I decided to put my children in school. My kids are now in high school, and I knew that they needed more social interactions, and I needed to go back to work full time. And so that was the best decision for my family. So a part of me putting my children in school was also ensuring that my daughter who has the health challenges receives the 504 plan accommodations that she needs to. So before we delve into the specifics, it's essential to grasp the essence of 504 plans. These are plans that serve as a lifeline for children with disabilities, or health conditions, guaranteeing that they have the necessary accommodations and support to thrive within the classroom. So 504 guidelines are mandated by the federal government. It is a right that our children have when they have a disability or special health conditions. So let's break it down even further. 504 plan is not just paperwork. It's a personalized blueprint that levels the playing field for our kids, whether it's extended time for exams due to health-related absences or having access to necessary medical equipment during school hours. These accommodations are pivotal. So a 504 plan is actually different from an individualized educational plan. So you've heard of people talking about IEPs. A 504 plan is not an IEP. So if your child has learning disabilities and needs special accommodations, that will fall under an IEP. 
So I want to share just a little bit about my experience with 504 plans. This was my first year really facing the need to do a 504 plan. And the reason why it was essential, last year, my daughter told me that she needed a 504 plan because sometimes she was taking tests and she wasn't able to concentrate and she wasn't always able to finish. Her teachers knew that she had sickle cell disease and type 1, Her numbers rarely stayed in range. And so even though the teachers knew she needed those accommodations, they didn't always adhere to them. And my daughter didn't always ask. So I knew that I had to really advocate for her to get the accommodations that she needed. I had to help teach her how to speak up for herself. So... One of the things that was important to me was to connect with her medical health care professionals and get the paperwork so that I could print it off. And when I had a meeting with the school, share that information with the school. So for type 1 diabetes, that was a really easy process. They had a form with all of the accommodations that typical type one diabetic students receive and everything was really laid out. And for her doctor's office, they had filled out what her dosage and all of that information as it relates to her personalized diabetes plan, what that looks like so that it could be included in her 504 plan. Now that part was easy for sickle cell disease. Their office and department in the hospital was not as organized, unfortunately. There was no form for me to fill out. It was difficult for me to connect with her healthcare providers to get those accommodations on paper. So I know some of you who are listening, you have an easier time than others. I've definitely faced both experiences, but don't give up. Connect with the healthcare professionals and let them know what you need. Don't give up. Get the paperwork so that you can get the accommodations as they're needed. So next, you want to make sure that the plan is effective. So this episode is really talking about the checkup. So listen, just because you fill out those papers, just because you have a meeting with the administrators, the medical professionals, and the whoever else is involved in your child's education at school, just because you have a meeting with them does not mean that everything automatically falls in place. Just imagine, there are many kids in the classroom who may have a 504 plan or an IEP, so teachers may not always be thinking and listening what your child needs. So as a parent, you have to make sure that you're building a relationship with each of the teachers and specifically talking about what your child needs. The more active you are, the more likely they are to implement the information that you put on the plan. And I know that that doesn't sound good because it really should automatically be done, but we're dealing with humans and 
it's hard. So you have to check up and you have to make sure that you are calling to attention the different accommodations that your child needs. So crafting an effective 504 plan is a collaborative effort. It involves parents, healthcare professionals, and educators working together to tailor accommodations that meet a child's specific health needs. For instance, we needed provisions for my daughter's frequent medical check-ins and the ability to have healthy snacks readily available for her to manage her conditions. So with type 1 diabetes, sometimes her blood glucose levels can go low. So she wears what is called a Dexcom, a CGM, which is a continuous glucose monitor, and is connected to her cell phone and my cell phone, and I get alerts. And I can see that sometimes before lunch, she goes low. And a low can be very scary where they can drop too low and go into a diabetic coma. And so I always like to make sure that she has snacks available because snacks like eating candy or drinking juice, something with carbs is actually going to increase her glucose levels so that she's not too low. And so she does need to have those on hand and be able to eat a snack, especially if she's low. Now, with sickle cell, one of the accommodations that's necessary is that she can keep a water bottle with her at all times because I want to make sure that she stays hydrated. Staying hydrated can help her stay healthier. And so that's something that's important. Now, if you're drinking more water, often you have to go to the bathroom more often. So that's something else that's tied into that 504 plan as well. So with each of her teachers, not all of them were familiar with both of her illnesses. To be very honest with you, people were more familiar with diabetes than they were with sickle cell disease. And so a part of it is educating them what the health condition means and things to look out for if there is a problem. And one of the things that I'm always concerned about with my daughter is the possibility of her having a stroke. That is one of the common complications that children and adults with sickle cell disease have. And so I want her teachers to know what stroke symptoms are so that they can look out and make sure she doesn't have any of those symptoms. So next, you want to make sure that you are constantly advocating for your child. What happens when the plan encounters roadblocks? (laughs) Now, even with the best intentions, I promise you, you're probably going to encounter some roadblocks. Even if you know the faculty and staff, they're your friends, you've built this incredible relationship with them. Having health challenges is often very foreign to many people, and it can take some getting used to. So advocacy has to become a superpower. 
<laughs> so yes, as parents, we have to be so good at advocating for our kids that it becomes our superpower. So here are some strategies to address issues and to better collaborate with schools to ensure the proper implementation of a 504 plan. Remember, we have rights and knowing how to assert them is crucial. So just recently, I noticed that my daughter had a couple zeros, none of her, um, in one particular class, and it was the lowest grade um, that she had ever received on her progress report, and I was concerned. I saw those zeros, and I had to reach out to the teacher. But of course, I spoke to my daughter and said, hey, you know, what's going on? Why do you have these zeros? What happened? And I encouraged her, look, you have to speak up for yourself. But she is a child, and so I reinforce what she is also doing to make sure that her teacher knows I'm aware of what is on her progress report, but I'm also concerned because if she is facing some challenges, I want the teacher to be aware of it. And so um, that particular month, she had been facing some changes with her medications. And so she wasn't focusing and functioning on an optimal level. And I knew that. I wanted to allow her to coast and kind of just go on, but it was really impossible. I had to speak up on her behalf and say, hey, these are some of the issues that we recently faced with her medications. This is how, you know, it has affected her and her work. Please allow her to turn in these missing assignments. And she was allowed to. One of the other things that a 504 plan can do is allow your child to complete a test in a quiet area with no distractions. And for my daughter, giving her more time on test is really crucial. And sometimes as time goes on, you will learn what's best. Sometimes when you have a child that may be hospitalized often, it may not be feasible for that child to turn in late work or missing assignments. So it can be best for you to have in their 504 plan a mandate that states, you know, one assignment can be worth multiple assignments um, so that your child isn't overwhelmed with late work. Now, my daughter hasn't had a whole lot of complications where she's been hospitalized. So it's not something that I have put into her 504 plan and actively used. It's in there because, again, with the chronic illnesses that she has, they can be unpredictable. So if we need to, that option is available, but it's not something we've had to use. Now, I also want to say that with a 504 plan, it is not a stagnant 
fill this out one time and it's set for the rest of the year or the rest of their time in that school. That's not how it works. A 504 plan can change. You can add to it. It is a working document. And so it is important that you stay aware of what accommodations are being met and adhered to and which ones aren't. And being willing to be flexible and change things so that it better meets your child's needs so that they can be on the same playing field as all the other kids in the classroom. One of the challenges that I also face is that my daughter is a twin which means that she shares some classes with her twin sister who does not have medical challenges. And there is a downside to that because her sister is a straight-A student, often making hundreds in all of her classes. And so there is that risk that she's being compared to her sister. Now, both of them make good grades, really great grades, but one, her grades are a little bit better than her sister's, and that is... You know, some of it is personality. Both of them are smart girls, but it's really making sure that she's not comparing, that she's giving that same sort of attention, care, respect as all the other children and not really being put up against her sister as a carbon copy. So that's something that I have to be very careful about. And this year is one of those years where they don't have a lot of classes together, which is actually better for them because they're able to carve their own path separately, which I think is very important. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as we wrap up today's episode, let's continuing, let's continue championing for our children's educational rights. So I want to say thank you for joining me on this journey through 504 plans. Your stories and experiences matter. So please share them with us. You can share them with me on social media at Cleverly Changing. I'm on Facebook at Cleverly Changing. I'm on Pinterest at Cleverly Changing. Instagram at Cleverly Changing. And on Twitter is Cleverly Changing without the G on the end. So definitely connect. Let us know how things are going this year. And together, let's empower each other to ensure that our children receive the support they need to excel in school. So I hope that this has been a fantastic episode for you. It has been a joy just sharing my different experiences. And I don't know if you're interested in hearing um, a little bit more about her accommodations. I will definitely put a link to some additional resources and allow you to see what accommodations she has to see if that's something you may want to incorporate in your child's 504 plan. But thank you for your time. And again, please remember to subscribe to the Cleverly Changing podcast as we grow 
it will allow us to do more shows, but it also lets other people find that encouragement that we're sharing. We're sharing our life experiences. I've been very transparent about my role as a parent, and there are other parents who need that sort of encouragement to know that they are not alone. So if you listen to this episode and you know someone who may need to hear their encouragement, may need to listen to it, share it. Thank you in advance. And remember, our show notes always have extra resources. And you can find the show notes at cleverlychanging.com. All right, bye for now. visit cleverlychanging.com and click on the shop tab to place your order.